Hello, this is Melinda Peters Elliott with the Design Exchange. And today I have the honor of meeting Kathy Tucker, and she's an Ohio lady, and just like myself. So I'm so excited um, to be able to interview you for this podcast. And I just want to have you tell the listeners a little bit about you and um, what your business is called and what is your specialty. Well, I've been in the industry since 1990 and owned a workroom for almost 20 years. Wow. And then I left uh, the workroom, and I now have what's called the Traveling Workroom Temp. That's cool. And what that is, is I found that there was a need for me in those years when I had an employee that was either sick or had to have surgery, things that come along in life yeah. that you're not prepared for. Right. But the work still has to get out, no matter what. Oh, no matter yes. what. Yes. So um, as I decided to close the workroom, my girlfriend said to me locally, could you come help me out a couple of days a week because I'm really overbooked. Okay. So I did that, and one morning I'm driving over to her shop, and I thought, wow, this might work for a service to help out yeah. people in workrooms that have the issues that they need help. Yeah. Hired help. Right. I mean, trained help. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know when I ran into it, it was great, but it's very hard to find someone in the industry because they're busy doing their thing. Right. And so what you can do is um, I come out and I work as an experienced hand and either to help you get caught up on your work or if you need staff trained. Wow. um, I do that. Or workroom layouts. I'm working with someone last year. I was there two months. That was my longest stint in Louisiana. Wow. Which, that's where I'm from. So oh, good. that worked out great in New Orleans. And um, she expanded her workroom. So I did her workroom layout and trained her gal that was taking over the workroom. Wow. So. That brings me back to a time in my life. And I first started my business. It was 26 years ago. And I started without children. And I started having kids. And I had my first child. I had one employee. And three days after I had Austin, she came to me, I'll never forget it, in my kitchen. And she said, Melinda, I have to take a job. I just have to have something that's, you know, consistent income. And you just had a baby. And she was my only employee. I had tons of work. And then I was, like, going back to work on day four after having a baby. And, you know, something like you, that would have been great. I could have called you and said, help. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Well, and the one nice thing that I find um, that my clients like is that even if you're a one-person workroom and you're contemplating taking on another employee, yeah, then I can come in, work alongside, and then you get a feel for what it's like yes. to have someone else in your workroom. Yes. You know, and of course, being temporary, mm-hmm. you're not having to lock into someone with a job that's going to go on. Right, right. That's great that you have that ability to just leave your home and do that for people because, you know, it's... It's hard for some people to, to be able to leave and be gone for a certain amount of time. So what is the, like, do you char- charge by the day? Do you charge by the week? or I charge by the hour. Okay. Um, and I charge $25 an hour. Okay. And That's my reasonable. expenses. Yes. And, oh. and my expenses. So my flight, yeah. my lodging, and my food. I normally stay with my clients. I oh, know, yeah. I found that that's great. Um, and it works out for them. Yeah. Financially, that's right. too. 
and um, I've not had a bad experience. I, oh, wow. I, and, and that's wonderful. You You're get the, to meet so many new people, yeah. and they get to meet their families. That's yeah. always fun, too. Oh, I say. Yeah. I've got other little grandchildren all over because oh. my clients and aunt children take me on, kind of like Grandma. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see you would be so easy to work with and have Thank around. You. and you. Yeah, you have a very so. warm personality. Thank so, you. yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to... So, um, um, tell me a little bit about what is what is it about window treatments? How did you start making window treatments? Well, my mother, who's 88 years old, was a seamstress. Yes, and still going strong. I just Good for was, her. I was just there in, um, I believe, May, and she said, "I'm gonna. This is my last wedding dress I'm gonna do." And I was like, oh. "At 88? At 88? Oh, yes. So gosh. I helped her. Um, we had to add a train to some patterns." And I will always remember that experience because that was such a bonding tough oh, level yeah. on what we do. You yeah. Know? But at seven years old, um, I, she put me in a sewing machine, and we laughed because she did um, costumes being in Louisiana. Uh-huh. She did Mardi Gras. Oh. So I would sit next to her, and I always say that I had the first... Slinky Barbie, blitzed <laughs> out Barbie before Mattel even thought about it because I got all the little, all the beads, all yeah. the rhinestones. So my Barbie was quite classy. Oh my gosh, I like bet. <laughs> but, um, but I credit her to that because yeah. my dad had muscular dystrophy, so he was homebound, and that's how she brought in the income and helped wow. out and continue to this day. Wow. What they do say seamstresses live longer than anyone else. Have you heard that before? Yes, and Uh, we hear they never retire, and that might be possible. (laughs) Well, and I think... Not retired from that yet. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, to be a seamstress, it's a hobby. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to love to sew. Um, I didn't. I did a lot of clothing when I was in 4-H, and mm-hmm. I loved to sew, but I didn't like to sew clothing. Mm-hmm. So when I went into custom window treatments, I was like, oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was very challenging to me, and I love a good challenge. But uh, there's a lot of math, and there's a lot of things that go into that custom window treatment that people just don't think about. So. Right. What what would you tell, like, if you were talking to the general public who didn't know anything about sewing, you know? And, it was, and if I were to talk to someone that wanted to go into this industry, yes, yes. the thing I would do, and of course we're here at this wonderful CWC show. Yes, it's a custom window con- conference. Yes. yes, and that's what I would advise, to get some formal education in Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you know I went to the school of hard knocks and I think I graduated at the top of my class you know oh we all have been there (laughs) but but I find that um coming to things like that you know you meet so many new friends that's right you know we've we've gotten to know what we call newbies and that's that's not a, a bad thing yeah you know but to be able to pay forward that. Um, when I started out in the business, I was the hairdresser on taught hairdressing and owned a beauty shop. Huh. And so this was a complete switch for me. Yes. And my girlfriend, who worked for me for 14 years, and while retired, when I um, closed the shop, but she was so instrumental because we came from a very tight-lipped society back then. Oh, yes. You know, in the 90s, nobody oh. wanted to share exactly. their resources or any of that. Right. And had it not been for her, for Opal, I don't know, yeah. you know, where I'd be today. But yeah. she was so gracious in doing that. And when I decided to open the company, she'd say, you can do this, you can do this, you know, I'm working Aww. somewhere else. And I 
would never have taken away from the other place, but I told her, if you ever decide that you're going to leave, mm-hmm. then please give me a call. So yeah. one morning, I was about two years in, she called me and she says, that invitation still available and I said only if you have your scissors here tomorrow morning. Oh! And we spent 14 years from that day on oh. and but um, I said that I that that time having open being blessed enough to have someone to help me that I would from then on pay it forward. Yes, so, I know. And share because yeah. I don't know what the big deal is I know. about not sharing. Yeah, and so. I that's one of the premises why Danny and I started this podcast. It's called the Design Exchange for a reason right. because we found that over the years it's hard like even as an interior designer mm-hmm. interior designers don't share and you know we all make each other better you know exactly. by sharing and and then it everybody becomes each other's mentor and mm-hmm. we start working together and um you know it's just a, it's all good yeah and i'd like to see more of that done between um the designers and the workroom i agree I actually teach a class call from design to installation and it takes you from that initial phone call mm-hmm. to working interviewing a designer yeah. and part of it is retail and part of it is working with designers yeah because I think we need to I could never step into the design world you know and there's a lot of designers that I think would appreciate the fact that this is what we need coming from a workroom's perspective right and, absolutely and sharing those terms yes what we need and why we need yep. it and that yep. type of thing well I'm right with you sister yeah. I would love to do that too <laughs> we'll come up with this together yes, that's right that's right yeah. I had a design class that used to come to my workroom and I would do so many nights a week to wow. say and it was really interesting and I said they needed to follow us around the designers for a, a day absolutely. in our world mm-hmm. and see what we do. Yeah, yeah, it, you're absolutely right. And, you know, for the general public to appreciate what custom is, that's another leg of this mm-hmm. that, you know, we see so many people wanting that instant gratification, that ready-made panels, and, yes. you know, that's not what a custom workroom does. And, and the amount of work that we put into a custom window treatment is just mind-boggling but there's all reasons why and we solve problems for people that ready-mades can't get you know you can't get a ready-made 200 inches long you know that has an arch top with a certain pleat so um, that's one of the things that is important too and a lot of designers don't understand that connection to the workroom like you said, right. terminology and exactly, and, you know, and what the fabric can or cannot do. It's very easy to render a, a treatment. Yeah, I say easy for some, but you know, and say, okay, you need to make this, mm-hmm. okay. But then when you take it to the workroom, yeah, you know. So and I did for years, and, and I had um, I had designers. You know, I had both retail and wholesale clientele. Yeah, and it was I liked the idea that I went out. And I did the measures, looked at, looked for the obstacles that they were going to come yep. into. And I had one designer, she showed me all fabric before she approached the client with That's it. That's good. Because we had a kind of like a design we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say anything negative about her, but it was, Kath, will this work? You know, or should right. I kind of do something with a little, you know, and it gave mm-hmm. me, I like that marriage, if you could yes. say, between the workroom and the designer. Absolutely. I think it's very necessary mm-hmm. to have that for a good workroom yeah. relationship yeah, exactly. between the two. Yeah. I had a designer once ask me, um, I she wanted 
panels on a window and she wanted them, you know, like shoved off to the side. And I said, oh, a stack back? And she said, a what? And I said, it's a stack back. And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, it's the amount of, you know, we can make the the rod longer so it stacks off the window. Mm -hmm. And she never could get that through her head. You know, and it was like, no, I wanted to fit the window. I'm like, well, your your client wants to be able to see out. We can add on to make that happen. To make it happen. Mm -hmm. So it's you know things like that, just little little tricks that we know that if they would approach us, then and use Mm -hmm. that use us to help them or have have the client. You know, ask the designer, can we bring the workroom on site? You know, Mm -hmm. who's doing this and. You know, it all goes to installation. It, the installation. You've got a good designer, you have a good workroom, and the ultimate third one is get a good installer. That's right. It can make or break you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And if they, I used to have a guy, and bless his heart, my uncle, um, he would go on site with us to an installation, and we'd be ready to install, and he was like, Wow, you picked this fabric? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not sure about this. And I'm like, Dick, quiet. Keep your mouth closed. <laughs> well, I have a son that was in construction for years, my middle boy. And he now owns his own installation company and a blind company. Good for and him. He, it was really interesting because when he decided to get out of the construction industry, and he said, I want to do something. And, of course, there's no in my vocabulary. There's no no. Yeah. No. And he, I said, what do you want to do? And he's, you know, he, he wore 15 shoe in high school, so it's this big, big kid, guy, you know, puffed up on my work table looking at me. Mom, what? You know, and I said, he said, I think I would like to be an installer. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> and since then it's grown, he has his full insulation company with other, you know, wow. accounts and just bought out a blind company. Ah, and um, I always said, the, the, the funny thing about it was, so when we go to clients, because I have that southern thing from being originally from Louisiana, and yeah. I want to say, oh, hon, I think here's this old lady you know, talking to this young boy like that. You know, yeah. I have to say, excuse me, it's my son, you know, or I have to remember that... I had to have the respect for what he was doing, yeah. not I, as a mom. Yes. I wouldn't say, well, could you just, lo-, you know, and I'd have to stop and go, yeah. if you were with the other installer you had, yeah. would you be making a remark or would you just let them do their job? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a learning process yes. for both of yes. us. But, yeah. um, well, for our industry, just putting it out there to everyone. Um, finding a good installer is very high, hard for the designer and mm. the drapery workroom. And that is a niche that I would love to see a couple more people jump on the scene to mm-hmm. help because um, you have a couple people um, and they're usually an older, you know, they're in an, an older mm-hmm. age group and they're ready to retire. So we're going to have a shortage of seamstresses in the yes, industry yes. so people aren't sewing anymore out of the home we're going to have a shortage of installers um and that's what keeps our industry going so yes. i would love to see you know a couple more people and if you're interested if you're handy 
Um, you can put anything up. You might want to, you know, consider it as a side job or something that you could do on the side to help out because there are people I know that I could say I would love to have them install for me that are locally. Um, and sometimes us designers, you kind of have to handpick somebody and say, hey, I think you would be great to do this. Exactly. But, exactly. oh, my gosh. And yeah, because you know. they're valuable. And the thing is, too, although he's young, I mean, he's 44, but, you know, as age goes, your mm-hmm. body doesn't allow those ladders and those right. scaffoldings and all that right. stuff that you're on. So, right. yes, and, and coming here, and we had the, Susan just had the um, the newbies raise their hand, Aww. and I was so touched to look out there in the audience and to see Yes. So many hands go up. Oh, thought, good. How exciting. Yes. For, yes. you know, for us, us to. For our industry mm-hmm. to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm I'm 50. I'm not ready to retire mm-hmm. yet. But, you know, all it's taken me 26 years to learn what I'm doing. And it's going to take a while for someone else to learn that. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking for someone one locally that, you know, could sew. And so, maybe I could teach them. And, right. you know, they wouldn't run off and start their own business mm-hmm. and you know I had one I had one gal from Detroit I'm from Ohio but from Detroit and she was deaf and my husband's hearing impaired not totally deaf but through the workroom association um in Detroit that I was uh, belonged to and was president of I I met her and she drove down nine months to my workroom it was a 30 minute drive but she drove down and I said you give me your hands and I'll yeah. give you whatever's up here in my brain. Oh, And so wow. for nine months, and she opened, she said, I'm not dumb, I'm deaf. Right, And I exactly. said to her, her name's Terry, I said, Terry, I said, with all our technology in this world, there's yeah. no reason you cannot work with designers and retail clients. Absolutely. And she has gone on, oh, and she does. What and a And I thought that was so exciting because yes. she would, and I got her hands, and she oh. got the knowledge, and such a wonderful friendship. But she does. She opened up her own business, wow. and she's been able to, wow. to go on and have a workroom. Wow. So. That's a great story. Yes. So tell me, what is your biggest achievement? achievement what kind of thing can you in the industry What's or any yeah in anything think, yeah well of course it's going to sound redundant but, but no <laughs> I mean for people that always get up and go what is your you know um being a Christian oh is my absolutely. first thing of course mm-hmm. my children yeah. and I've got you know, I'm going on 48 years of being married. Oh, but of course, if I keep traveling, we might make it. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> he's retired, so it keeps that bonding. That's no right. <laughs> so, but um, I am quite proud of the fact that I, I came from a very small town and that I was able to do something, you right. know, to achieve something. You know, after being, you know, having the beauty shop and all that and then doing this, I always say to my husband, I don't know what my next career is going to be. We laugh. I do keep my my license, my hairdressing license. And my husband said, why would you do that? Right. And I said, well, when I get to the nursing home, I might have to do hair for bingo money. (laughs) (laughs) So so I keep that. That's great. So I really don't. I don't know where life's going to take me from here. Yeah. But that's okay. But 
it that's is. Okay. It's okay to live in the now and it is. You, you know, know you see I, a I'm need. Gonna be, I'm 67 years old, and how long, much longer will I do this? Right. I don't know. Right. But I do know I right. want to. Right. I want to stay in the industry. Absolutely. As long as I can. Yeah. And yeah. then go from there. Well, so. I don't know if you have talked to any new graduates from any design schools mm-hmm. or anything like that, but they are not teaching the anything about window treatments. They're not teaching, even some of them are not getting a textiles class, which just floors me. As a de- yeah, in the design industry. Yeah, and they do want a lot of the girls and, and guys to go into a commercial design scenario, mm-hmm. going through a four-year degree, because right. they're, they're assured they're going to get a job. So there is, there's something to be said for the residential industry. There's mm-hmm. something um, that we as people who have been in the industry a while need to keep that spark, you know, keep the light going and passing it to the next generation so that window treatments don't lose. We don't lose oh, them. absolutely. And, hey, that may be a new path on my career, yeah. which I would love. And yeah. that would be to teach designers to yeah. actually get in a spot where I could yeah. – do a program, do a curriculum yep. that they could learn from yep. not a little short base, but a more longer, yeah. you know, base, yeah. and say, this is what you need to do. You know, with, mm-hmm. when you're working with a workroom, and I personally could learn so much from yeah. designers. And oh, I think, yeah. You know, because it's not a field that I'm in. Right. So, exactly. on both sides of the fence, you know, we seem to say, oh, designers, designers, but really... I admire that because I couldn't step into that world. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, I'm so. an interior designer with my own drapery workroom. Right. So I'm I'm it's seamless for me, you know, right. and I don't have to, you know, talk Transition over all those right. terms right. and all that. Right. And I did that because when I graduated from design school, I wanted to do residential. So I did custom window treatments to get my foot in the door so I could get design, design jobs. jobs. <laughs> I had I had it all figured out. <laughs> but it's fun because you know now I know how that all I know how it all relates and works mm-hmm. together and and then I did installing. Now I I've had to cut back on installing. You said as we get older, yes. I've had two partial knee replacements. I've had both mine. Replaced. Have you? Oh. See? Oh my Full gosh! Ones too. A year. Oh, a year ago. Ladder work is the it's the hard. worst. Mm-hmm. And that's what they said. You you've been on the ladder for twenty six years. You know, up and down, up and down. And installations, you're you and you don't even think about going up and down the ladder, but you you're probably up there hundreds, mm-hmm. hundred and two hundred times during an install so it can be really hard on your body <laughs> and and the hauling the stuff in and oh. hauling the stuff out yes exactly is, you know it, and there's always difficult. something that goes wrong the murphy's law That's right. so just for the regular consumer here you know we are doing we are we are creating works of art mm-hmm. you know that go on your windows from nothing and we take it in and we, you know, calculate and do. But um, it's like tailoring a, an outfit. You know, you it's it, there it's are a small fits. Yeah, and it has to be little things. Have yeah, to be small alterations are part of that installing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that day. So, um, and we like people to bring us water and something to drink <laughs> and. <laughs> 
and sometimes leave the room till the install's done. Exactly. <laughs> it makes um, a lot of people nervous when the con- when the customer is watching. You know, when when they when I remember when I first started, I had a husband and wife, and they took seat right in front right. of me, and I was shaking like a leaf. <laughs> right. It's like, just oh. come in and see the whole process done. Yeah. Um, I had a gal years ago that I took a class, and she said, oh, I tell them, these hands don't work, honey, when, when y'all are in the room. Y'all just go back, and you'll see the reveal when it's done. Yes. And it does, it makes a difference, because we all know there's those yeah. little things that you do yeah. to help out your install. That's right. And that type of, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you, you don't need people up on a ladder and people watching you. Yeah. My one installer had an older couple, literally had an older couple, and they took a, uh, a, a ruler. And when she was installing the drapes, they were on their face. She said, I don't know how I was going to get them off the floor. They had laid on their bellies oh. and were measuring with a ruler oh. one half inch. And I was like, oh. there had been no way. I'd have oh. had to excuse myself. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So that was a good installer. Wow. I said that. She said, I thought, what are you doing? The carpet's not the same. You oh, know? my gosh. They wanted, that's how they wanted them to be. Oh, half yeah. An inch, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and a lot of times that half an inch happens right at the end. Mm-hmm. But we have to dress down the draperies and mm-hmm. we have to tie them back and we have to make sure at that point once the steaming's done once the mm-hmm. dressing down's done then we look at the length to say right. how are we doing here <laughs> and not on our bellies not on our bellies <laughs> and we you know we we respect the customer's home uh, to the exactly utmost. yeah oh absolutely so that's that's one thing yeah insulation and it's been yeah. I, I truly, there are so many things you could go into about that. But yeah. And yeah. my thing is, is when the installer, not just because he's my son, but when that we go into a home, they're representing my company. Absolutely. And it's the separate, he won't get on a ladder with the footy things. I always, no. I always bring the slip-on footies for me yes. personally when I walk into somebody's home. Yeah. But he carries in a, his installer clear shoes. Shoes, yes. A separate pair. Yeah. And they see those in his hand. Yes. So when he walks in there with his toolbox, mm-hmm. he's got another pair of size mm-hmm. 15 shoe to put on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I'm the type of person I've had trouble with my feet. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I've had plantar fasciitis, and, uh-huh. and I've got to wear shoes in the house. Right. You know, so, I've got to have my shoes on, right. but there is a safety concern putting those Absolutely. little booties on. Yes. So. To have an extra pair of shoes is really, really good. But and you know we always clean up after the installation. You've got to have that little vacuum cleaner. That's right. And you have to have your mat for your tools that may fall from That's right. when you're up there. Yeah. On the the thing. So there's all that. And when you're looking for an installer, you know that are, those are the things that I find very important. Oh yes. You know, and um, including bringing your, you know. Everything that goes out of my workroom was in plastic. Yes. I mean, it's bagged and tagged. It's bagged and tagged. Bag it and tag it. Yep. I'm sorry, but it, yeah. you know, you're paying good money and you need it to go in there and yep. look good when it goes in there. Right, absolutely. Because you'd be surprised how yeah. they're looking at those treatments. Yeah. Not only the front part of yeah. them, but they're looking at the back too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going, what is this pile of stuff on, on the on floor? floor? And that's going up on my window? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's a whole, it, it's art when you do these treatments. And the yeah. thing is that I always respect is they're paying more money than you're going to do for ready-mates. Yeah. So, 
these are going into their home. Yeah. They're generally, you could say, expensive. They're more expensive right. than ready-made. And, you know, that's a purchase that they're going to have for a long time. Yeah. I always so. try to educate my customer because um, custom window treatments can be a shocking price when, you, when you're mm-hmm. quoting it, especially if they haven't purchased before. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, okay, so most of my clients have these up for 15 to 25 years. I mean, they last, they're meant to last, they're meant to protect your furnishings, the right linings and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you take that price and you divide it by 15 or 25 that is a very small amount of money, and you're buying quality. So mm-hmm. it's like buying a quality piece of, um, of you know, of a piece of a pair of pants or a jacket or something mm-hmm. like that. That's a classic that's going to last a long time. So, and that's where I think that a lot of people who haven't bought custom don't understand that. You know, it's only like a dollar or two a year, you know, (laughs) or a month. And and that's the other thing, too, is that, and I say about, we need to, we have to educate that client. Right. As you said. Mm -hmm. And when I worked with the, in the workroom, working with my wholesale clients, um, when I go to conferences and that type of thing, um, I would go around and I would get books that, you know, everybody gives out everything. But I would get things that could educate, mm-hmm. like in the vendor's hall. You know, I would get the different books from the rod people. And I would yeah. get, if there was a tassel or a trim company, mm-hmm. and I would get these things. And then when I would go back to the shop, I had a little card that I just, I don't know, one day I guess I just dreamed this thing. But I would say, thank you for giving me the opportunity yes. to be away from my workroom. Uh-huh. And here's a little gift of my appreciation. Yeah. And I would tuck chocolates, and I had one gal that liked tea. And I would make a gift bag up, and Aww. I would put all these things in. Then I would take photos of the window treatments. Like IWCE has a lot of window treatments. Yes. And I would go around, and I would take window treatments, uh, pictures of the window treatments, and then I put them on a disc. Oh. And I slid that in there. And I had one gal that she would say, where's my bag? You know, after that, I'd come back and be, where's my bag? You know, oh, but, wow. and books that they could read because the designers needed that information. Yes. It makes my job a lot easier Yes, if in the workroom mm-hmm. if they had this, you know, this information. Right. But anyway, that, that was a little thing that I did, and, and I'd come back and do a little gift bag up for them. And say, you know, enjoy and have your tea and chocolates and stuff. Aww. But um, they would take those that That's disc great. and put in the computer. And lots of times, I had one gal, she would sell off those treatments. Oh, you know? wow. So she had the, the photograph. Yeah. Then on her work order, all she had to do was copy that picture. That picture. Oh. So that kind of helped both sides. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of, like I said, in communicating with your workroom, there's a lot right. of things we can do to help. Absolutely. the designers out. Absolutely. Well, Kathy, this has just been such a pleasure. Thank oh, you so thank much you. for meeting me and, and spending a little bit of time here. Well, thank you. For this asking. has been awesome. So <laughs> thank you so much. And everybody, um, I will post on the notes how you can get a hold of Kathy. This is the Design Exchange from um, North, South Carolina, and um, we look forward to ta- hearing from you all, and um, we'll talk soon. Thank you.